Hello everyone. I am the world's biggest idiot. <laughs> I'm actually so dumb. So my boyfriend, shout out Dylan, literally the only listener of this podcast, um, bought me this mic for my birthday, right? Really nice microphone to record this podcast. And honestly, I was thinking, I was like, I could use this for YouTube if I ever start my youtube again or i could use it to make like an asmr channel which i think i would get severely bullied for but at the same time i don't think people even know my name at this school so you know who cares but and i could also use it to record songs if i ever decide i want to sing i mean i could use this to like for my guitar to record my guitar anyways so many uses for this microphone thank you dylan but Alright, so I'm recording this whole podcast, right? Just spend a chunk of my life recording it, um, to say the least. And I realized the bar on this on GarageBand where I'm recording this, I know, you know, a little unprofessional of me, but whatever. This bar on GarageBand, like the little sound waves look really tiny. And every time I play it out loud, um... It doesn't sound that good of quality. I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird because it sounds really good on my headphones, but doesn't sound so great on my laptop. Like, is something happening? Yeah, I was looking at the input. I'm like, why does that say internal microphone? And then I realized I skipped over the part of the menu where it says that I have to connect it to the sound on system preferences. Um, so I just recorded a whole podcast with really bad audio, and I was like, this is a little suspicious. Anyways. It, the, the podcast was a mess, to say the least. Um, so I'm going to like narrow it down a little bit. But I recently turned 18 as of almost two weeks ago, um, September 14th. And this will be posted probably September 27th when I'm recording this at 1 in the morning. Hey! And so I turned 18. And turning 18 was not fun. Um, sad birthday. I don't know why so emotional letting go of my childhood even though i literally like see pictures and videos of people that are 18 i'm like oh my god it must be so cool well i'm literally 18 and it's not so cool nothing has set in i haven't done anything 18 ish anything adultish you know i haven't adulted yet was that a bad thing to say i don't know um Anyways, so I wanted to go through and discuss my childhood and who I am as a person. You know, just like a look back at my 18 years of life. I'm actually going to do something that I didn't do when I first recorded this. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to, um, what am I going to do? I don't know. Um, oh yeah, I'm going to go through every single age of my life. So at zero. Um, I was in the womb, you know, just swishing around in my fecal matter. That was actually absolutely revolting. Um, sorry I said that. That should literally not be in this podcast. Um, I was floating around the placenta. (laughs) Um, actually a funny story if we're going through every year of my life. Um, when I was, um, in the placenta, (laughs) I actually managed to place my hand over my nose so when I popped out the womb or actually maybe this happened during birth or I don't know someone touched my nose okay or I touched my own nose and I came out with a crooked nose yes my nose was bent to the left or to the right I don't know and then it popped back into place 
three days later. My parents were like, oh my god, she's hideous. I was also hideous because I had a lot of hair. My mom had to shave me, and then I had really nice hair. Anyways, I also was born with a little... This is how you guys are going to identify me. If Actually, I'm not even going to say that. Why would I manifest something that disgusting? Um, I have, like, my fingernail is... I have, like, a fingernail indentation below my knee. Anyways, that's how I was in the womb, you know? <laughs> and then when I was one, I was just a little thing. And then I was two, and then I was just a little thing. I also didn't learn how to walk until really late in my life. So, yeah, there was that. And then when I was three, my parents threw me into um, low, or, uh, preschool or just school. Um, and I had no clue what I was doing because guess what? They didn't bother to teach me any word of English. You know, I read all of, I mean, I, I, all of my movies were in Spanish. Everything was in Spanish. Like everyone spoke to me in Spanish. I didn't have any American friends. Everything was in Spanish up until age three. And they threw me into the school and no one spoke Spanish to me. And then there was Hispanic kids. There was Hispanic teachers, but they refused to speak Spanish to me. So I just had to like battle this out by myself figure the words out you know i didn't know how to say how to go to the bathroom and i just peed my pants every day so thank you everyone even though the teachers knew that i was trying to say it in spanish they just didn't care they just let me pee everywhere which was really mean and kind of traumatizing and then moving on to age four again have no recollection of what's going on because i also couldn't speak english and i was a really really shy weird child so shy like would hide under tables when guests came over shy my parents still think i'm like that now i'm not <laughs> but yeah anyways um a little weird i was a weird kid my mom was always like you're really special you do not want to be called special i was like i don't i don't know and anyways moving on when i was four i was just four again oh wait i literally was just about being four then i was five and i skipped kindergarten you know big brain of mine even though i couldn't even say one sentence in english um you know i was just like ahead of the curve i don't know so they moved me up until first grade and everyone they would assign you to read these picture books and i was like "Mm -mm, like i'm not a picture book girl like i'm a big girl i'm i'm five i'm gonna read chapter books so i read judy moody best book ever literally felt like a rebellious teen when i read judy moody and i think that's how i learned english because i literally didn't know how to speak english um through reading i read the entire judy moody book series i was the biggest judy moody fan when they they came out with judy moody and what's it called the bummer what's it called let me look it up right now and then not so bummer summer and the not bummer summer. Oh, are you sure it's not so bummer summer? Wow, feel odd too. Anyways, when they came out with that moody <laughs> movie, goddamn, when they came out with that movie, actually like one of the best films on the planet. Like they should be nominated for an Academy Award. Um, when they came out that movie, I was like, oh my god. Anyways, so that's how I learned how to speak English. I think the Judy Moody books. But when I told my teacher, I was like, I remember waking up that morning. I read it all at like 6 a.m. like on a Saturday. And I ran into my mom's bathroom. And I was like, Mom, I finished my first chapter book. I said in Spanish. Termine mi primer libro. And um, 
Yeah. And I told my teacher and she was not happy. She's like, you're not at the level to be reading that. That like really shut me down. Like I was so upset. I was like, fine, because I'll read stupid kid picture books. That was like really mean in hindsight, but whatever. Um, also, oh my God, did you guys ever have those little Bob books? Like you would get them up. Did you guys ever have, um, oh my God. <laughs> Boulders, what's it called? Oh my god, what's it called? Borders, borders. Oh my god. This was... Oh my god, do you guys remember Borders? Did you guys ever have Borders? Oh my god, did they turn into Barnes and Nobles? So whatever, there's this book. Oh my god, they're in Ann Arbor. Their successor is Barnes and Nobles. What's a successor? <laughs> Sorry guys, I'm going through like a whole research thing right now. Oh, like Barnes and Nobles took over. That's what I thought. So before Barnes and Nobles, there was a thing called Borders, and Borders. Ugh, my Borders got replaced by a an Old Navy. Oh my God, this is so nostalgic. Whatever. So Borders. Um, I feel like I'm the only one that remembers this bookshop. Um, but I would get these Bob books there, and if you, I Bob books are like actually the epitome of nostalgia for me. Um. Because this is how I learned how to read. Like, oh my god, I'm literally looking at them right now. Like, these drawings make me want to ball my eyes out and, like, curl up into a little ball and never come out. Ugh, this is so... Sam sat. Matt sat. Sam sat. Like, they were, like, cute little faces like that. Sally, a circle. Wait, no, that one's not a good one. Anyways, these little tiny books that they came... Ugh, this was so nostalgic. I'm looking at them right now. I'm freaking out. <laughs> Sorry, they came in these little boxes and they would have, like, little tiny stories. And... I was like super quirky and I was like mom I'm gonna read them backwards and you know that helped me learn English so I think reading really helped me learn English and this is a bit of a tangent but now I'm really good at reading comprehension in English Spanish and French like literally won a gold medal freshman year for a French competition like literally a kid that was fluent didn't win the gold medal but I did because I'm just the goat of reading comp literally my only <laughs> like what's it called my only <laughs> I don't know what to say. My only talent. That's not the word I want to use, but whatever. My only redeeming redeeming quality, that's the word, um, is reading comprehension. <laughs> like, literally. Um, also really good at that in Spanish, but whatever. Um, moving on. That's how I learned how to speak English in, like, when I was five. And then when I was six, I was still at the school. Um, and then... Turning seven, I went to this other school, and they're like, okay, she's supposed to be going to second grade because that's the year that um, <laughs> I just completed first grade. But they were all, they told my parents, like, it's not recommended for her to go into second grade because she's so young. You know, I'm born in September, so I'd be, like, a year behind everyone, which is really unfair that they put me in first grade instead of second grade and made me redo it because um, I know kids in the grade above me that are in college that turned 18, like, 10 days after I did or kids in my grade that I'm literally like a year and a half older than so like I literally could have been out of school by now but like whatever I'm not gonna hold it against my parents or anything um but yeah I repeated first grade but went into like advanced math in second grade because in first grade they put me in like stupid kid math because they're like well that, that's mean to say <laughs> they put me in this math class and they were just like doing time tables and I was like I thought, I'm only good at math at this point because I couldn't speak English um or speak English well, so 
they put me in this math class in second grade, like, first day. They're like, we're moving her up to third grade math because she can't speak English. But, you know, hey, she can she can do her little times tables. She can do long division. Um, so, yeah. That was me. When I was six, I also was very shy. And I only had one friend, mainly throughout lower school. At the end, I started getting a little more, like, third grade-ish. Started getting more friends. But um, first and second grade, one friend. Um... Because we were both the weird new kids. <laughs> Just kidding. But yeah. And then when I was like seven, still, you know, in first grade and then beginning of second grade. Second grade was really cute. I found one of my closest friends from like, that I was friends with in like lower school or elementary school there. And second grade. And it was a cute class to be honest. Like I kind of missed that. My teachers were the best in first and second grade. In third grade, they like didn't really love me, but whatever. Third grade, I met one of my best friends now. Jack and Carmen, actually. But Carmen wasn't in my class. Actually, I was kind of forced to be friends with Carmen because our moms were friends. She was a bit odd, to say the least. But, you know, whatever. I'm kidding. But, yeah, third grade, whatever. It was fun, you know. That's when classes started to get kind of difficult. They started assigning homework that wasn't just math. Because before, it was just like, do this, go math. Like, four questions. And then, whatever, third grade. I was cute. And then fourth grade, not the best year. Fourth grade, I actually got foot surgery. So at this point, I'm nine. Eight turned nine in September of fourth grade. At this, And I got surgery actually five days after my ninth birthday. Oh, I also got surgery um, in second grade in May. On my two toes because I have curly toes. Um, that's really nasty. Don't tell anyone, guys. But they had to cut my tendons. And yeah, I was on crutches. And then they moved me to a wheelchair because crutches were so painful. So I'm fourth grade again. I got this major foot surgery because I had tarsal collision. That still affects me to this day. Literally broke my ankle over the summer because of the tarsal collision. I didn't actually break it, but whatever. So get that surgery. They asked me what cast I wanted. This is like the pinnacle of elementary school for me. They asked me what cast I wanted, and I was under the anesthesia, laughing gas, whatever. So I was, like, looking through this pamphlet. Like, I'm telling you guys, there was, like, hundreds of casts. I wish I could go back and pick a different one, but I was, like, I'm a tomboy. By the way, this was my... I went in third grade. I was, like, a tomboy. Like, really concerningly tomboy. I'm not concerningly, but literally, we're, like, biggest internalized misogynist, like, ever. Um... Refused to buy, my parents were like really big on Gap and Polo. That's, those were the only brands I wore when I was little. Makes me sound really bratty, but we bought everything on sale, guys. Whenever I wanted a pajama, my mom's like, we're not paying that. You're going to wait until it's on sale. And you, they had really good sales, okay, guys? So don't judge me. So, um, refused to buy anything from the girl section. I was like, no, I'm buying something from the guy section. My mom's like, well, they have the buttons on the different side. I was like, I don't care. I'm buying my flannel from the guy section of Polo. Like, girls are so nasty. Like, look at their stupid little buttons and their little pink and aquamarine shirts. Now, I'm going to be cool. And I would wear, like, jean cutoffs, like, like Capri's. Capri's? Is that what they're called? Like, at the knee. Not jean shorts. No. Long ones. And, like, red Abercrombie polos. I, you know, I love my Abercrombie men polos. And, um, I would wear Jordans. I mean, my brother buy me a pair of Jordans. Jordan shoes. So, you know, that was that was me in third grade and fourth grade. So anyways, going back to the cast, I picked this dinosaur cast and oh god, guys, the bullying. The bullying that ensued because of the, this stupid cast. I'm just kidding. Not that many kids bullied me. Everyone's like, that's cool. Hmm. Um, it was embarrassing. 
so embarrassing that I did that to myself. It had like little red, blue, and green dinosaurs. I literally wrote a poem about it sophomore year because it was just that traumatizing. <laughs> because I was on the laughing gas. I was like, this would be so much fun. It wasn't so much fun, stupid girl. You woke up at the hospital and you're like, what did I do? It wasn't that embarrassing, but it was at that point. Anyways, I was in a wheelchair and everyone wanted to be my best friend because they wanted to ride my wheelchair and they would just leave me on the bench at the playground and ride around on my wheelchair. And I was just sitting there like, guys, please help. I don't know. I can't get up. <laughs> but yeah, so everyone wanted to be my wheel, um, be my friend because of my wheelchair, like people would beg. Like, oh my God, when the Halloween party came around, people were literally like lining up to push me around. And yeah, and I dressed up as Hello Kitty that year, <laughs> which was really funny. Because I remember this middle school. I was like, ew, she's Hello Kitty. And then I started crying. Um, that was funny. And also I had a cast in third grade. Because I thought putting a cast on my foot would fix it. I don't know, like, what was that thought process? Like, I'm not even a doctor. And I would, I'm would, i still confused what they what they thought would happen to, like, a bone. Like, do they think it would shift? I don't know. <laughs> but I also had a cast there. and But I didn't have a wheelchair. I could still walk on it. But then they switched me to, like, a pink cast. After my dinosaur cast. And that wasn't that was like a lifesaver. But yeah, that was me in fourth grade. Um fourth grade wasn't the best in my classroom. I did not have fun at I no, it was not fun. I feel like I got not bullied. I wasn't bullying, but it was just like they were nice. And then fifth grade, literally absolute traumatizing. So for two I was a fat kid, like I was fat, okay? Like there's there's like I had really skinny legs and arms. I never gained weight in my legs or arms, but my stomach was like <laughs> so I was really fat. I don't know why though. Like I didn't even like my mom doesn't buy me fast food. Like we eat everything at home. I was just fat, okay? Like really fat. <laughs> okay, I'm done. But in fifth grade I had these two really healthy teachers. Like I had to bring in a vegetable platter, which you know that's kinda of like promoted eating disorders which was like not the move and it was not the move um but yeah you weren't allowed to bring any cake so all the other classes had like cake and stuff and no we had to bring in like sushi actually no no one ever did that but you could like vegetable platters or like fruit and like you just couldn't bring any any unhealthy snacks which was really messed up like we were developing like we were what 10 and 11 like that was messed up I don't, I don't like that, but yeah, so I wasn't really liked, I think mainly because I was fat, because they're like, oh my god, this fat kid in our class, god damn, um, so yeah, <laughs> not that I hated that year, and not fun whatsoever, so that was like 10 or 11, right, um, I actually started selling little trading cards, so, you know, like, I was like a businesswoman at, what, 10 or 11, actually, um, I was Jordan Belfort, I'm kidding, but actually, this literally has nothing to do with him, but <laughs> I was not the Wolf of Wall Street, because that literally makes no sense in the situation, but I actually, um, so we had these trading cards, and they were, like, of little animals, but they were cubes, like, they were cube shapes, right, and, like, not to, like, flex or anything, but, like, I was the best drawer, like, we had, like, four drawers on the team, but, like, sometimes I'm like, oh, the one made by this girl isn't as good as mine. Like, people are, like, requesting me. Actually, I remember Jack requested a special order um, of a Spongebob trading card. And he was like, it's good, but, like, I could have done it. I'm like, it was literally 50 cents, and I was, like, heartbroken. Anyways, that was really mean of him. <laughs> but, um, so we were selling these for, like, 50 cents a pop. I don't know. That was, like, 
<laughs> weird to say, but um, so we're selling them. We made like $20, $25, something like that. And I was the treasurer, so I kept all the funds. And we got shut down because these are our, our, our competitors actually started selling um, bookmarks and they were selling them for charity. Or maybe they were just selling them for free and donating to charity, whatever. And they, like, told on us on the Virtues teacher. And the Virtues teacher got, like, really mad at us for, like, selling this and making a profit. Because you couldn't sell anything. Which I think is stupid. Like, let kids sell things. Like, are you trying to stop their, like, entrepreneurship skills? You know? Messed up. But, you know, I was an entrepreneur. And I was a thief because I took all that money and spent it on myself. I did not donate that to um, what we said we were going to donate. We were going to say we were going to donate to, like, the Humane Society. But, like, what would the Humane Society do with, like, $20? I don't know. But it was messed up that I stole it, okay? But we got shut down. Our business got shut down. We're like, what do we do with the funds? Um, I stole them. But I used them over, like, a three-year period, okay? Like, I kept them, see, it was, like, my secret stash of money. Like, if there was a bake sale, I would use that money. And so, honestly, it all went back to charity, you know? I'm not that bad of a person. So, that's why I was in fifth grade. Fat. Humongous. I literally got bullied for it. Like, this girl told me I had a muffin top. Anyways, we won't get into that because that is absolutely traumatizing so sixth grade i was still a little fat but honestly you look at pictures of me in sixth grade and i was skinny as a twig like i lost all the weight over that summer or something i don't know what happened but i was skinny i was still getting fat shame though messed up at this point now i'm like 12 not having actually no i'm like popular right now like i'm popping off i have so many friends not not a good time looking back but whatever i think everything went down to hill sixth grade seventh grade i met some of my best friends now but it was absolutely traumatizing. Like, literally would pay to erase. Actually, no, I wouldn't erase it from my mind. But it was not fun. I'm trying to skip over middle school because I just hated it. So, that's how it was when I was 13. I Also, I should go back when I was 12. I went through, like, an emo phase. Um, where I listened to 21 Pilots, Melanie, and Troy, and Halsey. And I thought I was, like, the epitome of what an emo goth person is. I know those are two different things. But, yeah. So that was odd, even though I was like, I don't dress like it, but I'm emo at heart. Like, girl, shut up. I also, oh, and my chemical romance, I forgot to mention that. Like, my computer case, oh my god, you should have seen it. Also went through, like, a huge choice of on Connor for interface. Yeah, really scary. Also, like, I was a video editor, so I would make video edits of them, and, like, Justin Bieber, like, that was my, like, I literally thought I was going to be a film major because I was a video editor. So, you know, maybe I will become, like, a director. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. So, yeah, that's where I was when I was like 12. And then 14 comes around and I'm a hot Cheeto girl. It started off as a joke, but it manifested itself in a way that I wish it did not. Um, I like was known as a Cardi B fan. Actually, even though I was more of a Nicki fan, but whatever. Um, and surrounded my whole personality by my consumption of talkies and hot Cheetos. And I loved to stir the pot on my finsta honestly i was very bold but like i would just call people out if they were talking bad about me which is like fair you know like if someone called me a drug dealer mexican i'd just be like hey you did that that's messed up you know bold of me but honest you know <laughs> anyways so i was like a little bit of a mess in eighth grade and I really wanted to leave the school I was at. I did not end up leaving. Um, thank God. Actually, no. I'm not having fun right now. But that's... But still, grade school. Um, 
I, w- I wouldn't have. I ho- I wish I didn't. Like, I'm happy I didn't move. But anyways. Um, so, let's go on to ninth grade. I was, at the end of eighth grade, I became, like, an Emma Chamberlain, Brandy Melville, like, poopy jacket girl. Soft girl, if you will. Like, Claro, Boy Pablo, Kuko, um, Rick's Orange County. You're gonna wanna be my best friend, baby. Like, literally thought that I was gonna play that at my wedding. Like, I literally thought that was going to be, like, my first dance. Like, you're going to want to be my best friend, baby. You're going to want to be my best friend. You know, I still might put that at my wedding. That is a cute song. Then I think about it. (laughs) Maybe I will. Maybe I was on to something. So that's who I was. And, like, huge TikTok person at this point. My only personality trait was that I was on TikTok before everyone else. I mean, still a huge quality of mine because I want to go back to that TikTok. What else? Um, so that's who I was freshman year, 15-ish. And then turned 16, sophomore year. Sophomore year, literally have no recollection of it because I was that down in the dumps. I actually like have no clue what went on that year, That which is really sad for me. Oh, I guess I learned how to drive in that year. I started playing guitar over the summer, like after freshman year, which was a great creative outlet for me because I love music and I used to play the piano in like first to third grade, but then my teacher got pregnant, then she got married, then she like moved away and I was like, okay, well, I don't love the piano that much. So yeah, I mean, the piano is a lot easier to play than the guitar. The guitar is like actually so painful, but yeah. So I started playing the acoustic guitar, really into that. Um, whatever, um, kind of change friend groups and then start having a little more fun near the end of sophomore year and then boom, pandemic hits. Ugh, did AF. Um, sorry, bad joke. Um, <laughs> that was bad. Um, so junior year, literally don't know who I was. Actually, just kidding. I'm literally the same person I am now. So 17, um, becoming more myself, I think coming like more focused on school and then got an electric guitar that I love playing now, learned some Nirvana, learned some fun stuff, that's who I am now, you know, wrote my little TikTok on guitar, sophomore year, anyways, um, so, yeah, and then, now, 18, who am I, like, what are my redeeming qualities, what defines Bella de los Rios, I don't know, that is, up for discussion and I you know this is a time where you just don't know who you are and that is perfectly fine you know I mean I kind of do know who I am I'm someone who likes playing the guitar I'm someone who is passionate about politics I'm someone who wants to study business and know where I want to go to college someone who wants to move away from Florida (sighs) please get me out of here I'm stuck I'm stuck here Actually, no, I'm not. I'm literally not applying to any. We're in Florida. Anyways, so, yeah. I just want to talk about, like, me and my childhood and who I am as a person. Because I've been talking a lot about identity, you know, writing my personal statement and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, that is who I am. And I think the message, the theme, the takeaway from today's podcast is you go through so many different phases in your life and you will never like truly know who you are. Even at 18, I'm an adult now. I can legally adopt a kid. I can um, legally drink in some countries. I can um, 
lately purchased a hotel room for a night um, in some hotels. Sometimes you have to be like 21 or something, but um, I can, um, what can I do now? I can like sign my own permission slips. <laughs> I can uh, get my own piercing, a tattoo by myself. I might do that this week. Should I? Guys, what are your recommendations? Should I go get like a cartilage piercing? Because my dad like let me get a nose piercing. So, like, I don't think they'd be mad about a cartilage. They, they would probably sign that slip anyways. But I wouldn't get a tattoo yet. I just don't know who I am yet, as stated before. And I know it'd be a mistake, even though... Because now I look at the tattoos I have on my Pinterest board from, like, sophomore, freshman year. I'm like, girl, if you ever tattoo that on yourself, I'd be embarrassed. So, yeah. <laughs> but what else can I do now that I'm 18? I was, like, reading a whole list because I'm like, what can I do? Because in Lady Bird, she, like goes and gets like a scratcher and a playgirl <laughs> and um what else will she get and she gets um um some camel lights but i have no desire of smoking and the smoking age went up to 21 so <laughs> um wait can i buy a lottery ticket i want to do like a day like i wish oh my god i can get a lottery ticket should i do that guys I once I filled out a, actually that's like a crime. Never mind. <laughs> no, I filled out a lottery ticket for my mom. Like I told her what numbers to put in, and she did it. So it's not illegal. I didn't buy it. So let me look up what you can do at eighteen. I can do like fifty things you can do when you turn eighteen. Because I feel like I turned eighteen and it was just like anticlimactic. Like I feel like so I oh I can vote. Duh. I mean, I already knew that. I pre-registered when I was 16. And I just got my voter, like, card. I don't know what I have to do, though. I can join the military. Um, no. Buy a lottery ticket. Have an alcoholic drink. Not in the U.S., though. Get a body piercing. I can buy a pet. I thought I could do that now, but I guess not. Sign a contract. Change my name. Will not do that. Oh, I can buy stocks. I mentioned this in the last podcast. See, I'm, like, forgetting things I didn't say in I said in the the last podcast, but didn't say this one. I can finally open my own, like, account, which I need to figure out how to do and which stock to buy because I want to be a moneymaker. I'm kidding. Use a meat slicer at a grocery store? Oh, my God, yes. Sick AF. Guys, I actually, funny story. Um, I've actually applied to, like, 12 jobs. I can actually read you (laughs) the jobs I've um, applied to. And so I've applied to this um, job at this local boba shop actually three times. It hasn't been two. So I applied once like after the pandemic, like during that summer and then one this summer and then again. And I actually went in and called. So I called and I was like, oh, should I bring my application in? They're like, no. And then I went in and I was like, I have my application, but I sent it through email should I give it to you? And he was like, no. But then they're like posting on their Instagram, like help wanted, help wanted. I'm like, I've literally submitted my application three times and you guys like don't want me. So whatever sucks. And then I applied to this like local, um, um, like smoothie place, acai bowl place, three locations never got back to me. I think you have to go in for that one, but right now I can't I can't handle a job. I applied to four Starbucks locations. One where the lady literally told me, Hey, you come in really often. You should apply. And then they requested my, I mean, denied my request. Then I applied to another acai bowl place, never got back to me. 
I applied to another boba place and never got back to me, which my friend used to work at, but now she doesn't work at. And then I applied to Barnes & Noble and went to check on my application a couple days ago. And I got denied. It said not um, employer, not interested, which is hurtful because I applied during summer and I put that all my hours are available. So why wouldn't they want me? And like, why wouldn't they want my resume? Like, did I do something wrong guys? I don't know. Cause my friend used to work there and she's like, Oh, they like let anyone come here and work and they hire new people all the time. Well, cause not me. Anyways, I can book a hotel room, become a realtor, enter an adults only store, which I've literally seen one of, which looks really sketchy skydive give consent for their own vaccines yang i already have all my vaccines so whatever oh i can go i can go to the doctor alone yay oh working at bar and serve drinks i literally want to be a bartender so bad and i also want to be a bev cart girl i like a golf course i see them on tiktok and they make like i mean they they kind of treat them poorly so you know i would be really bad for that if someone like was a little mean to me but like that'd be so fun they get such good tips um, sign themselves out of high school. Sick. <laughs> Be called for jury duty. Not sick. And open a bank account. Which, sick. So sick. Oh, wait. This is like a cool little. So, yeah. Those are the things I could do now that I'm 18. And I thought I could also watch R rated movies, but that was 17. I found that out last year and I was like, oh my god. Sick. So, yeah. That is the end of this podcast, actually. So I hope you liked this. It was a little bit weird, but this was my childhood. And I probably missed out on a bunch of cool, sick things about my childhood that I'm going to be annoyed when I watch this over. But yeah. Bye. I hope you like this new mic setup. Okay, bye, guys.